Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. We're following up today with a couple of episodes today and tomorrow uh, that relate to Rosemary's episode yesterday about the work that she's doing. She happens to be supporting women businesses, and she does a great job doing the things that she is really good at. It came to her because she had support in her younger life from someone else. And that support came to her, and then she wanted to return it. So today, I want to focus as you build your ultimate life. Remember, that's a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy you create by serving with your divine gifts. I'm going to focus on the question, who can you support? Now, you can say that sentence a bunch of different ways. And all of the ways are important because each word means something. If I emphasize the first word, who can you support? Then the question really is looking for the right person and situation to support or help. If you say it, who can you support? Then the focus is on your available resources and the opportunities that are around you. If I say, who can you support? Then the presumption is there are all kinds of other people doing other things, and this is really focused on your situation. And if you say, who can you support? Then you're focusing on the aid or the work that you might be doing to help someone get something done. Each word there is important. Each word there is a, a place to think about as you focus on service. Now remember, at least I, I remember this literally every single day because I repeat this phrase often, creating the ultimate life by serving with our divine gifts and talents, you with yours and me with mine. And I don't know, I've discovered that that's really the meaning, the purpose of life. The purpose of life. People say, oh, what's the purpose of life? It's to love and support each other. We can make money. We can write books. We can make a million dollars. We can get big positions. But really, if in those positions and opportunities, we're not loving and serving our fellow beings, then nothing really stays out of them. Nothing really remains from those things. So loving and supporting each other is the crux. It's the core of creating happiness and joy in our lives. So that's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about who can you support. As, as we listened to Rosemary yesterday, she talked about her goals. My goal, as you know, is to help 10 million people discover, develop, and manifest their divine nature and gifts. I know from my own personal life experience that you listening, are a divine being. You're created by the same creator, the same God I was. And I know that you have divine gifts. I also know some things about you that sometimes you feel really drawn and called to do good, add good, to be a good person and help 
other people. I know that about you. The reason I know it is because we all feel that. Sometimes we've stomped on that feeling and it isn't prevalent for us, but we all feel it. So let's dig into who can you support, thinking about each word. Who can you support? Now, as I look around the world, I don't know what you notice, but I notice that most of us, most of the time, focus inward. And it is maybe worse now than it's ever been. I don't know, or maybe it's not. To me, it seems like we have built a culture, at least in the Western world, in the U.S. and Canada and maybe some other places, but I know here there's a lot of focus on me, what I need, me here today, me, 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 me. What's in it for me, W-I-I-F-M. When I lived like that, there was not a lot of happiness and joy there. The happiness and joy that I have experienced in my life has been when I've been loving you. Not me, but you. You individually listening to this. And you know, one of the things I always invite is I invite you to tell me how I could support you. How can I love and bless your life in some meaningful way? Learning not to focus inward, but to focus outward has been a key development, a key developmental opportunity and a key developmental struggle for me. I'm reminded of that parable in the New Testament where Christ was talking to some rich guys or talking to his disciples, I think, I don't know, but they were at the temple and there's a, apparently there was a treasury or a, a collection bin there for people to donate for the poor. And some rich people came and they threw in a bunch of stuff and they had an entourage and they were all donating. Yeah, look at us. And then some widow came in, tossed in a couple of coins, uh, pennies, essentially. They were called mites, M-I-T-E-S. And that's where we get the phrase, the widow's mite. And Jesus commented, you know, uh, this little woman, or this not woman, but this woman that gave a little amount, she gave more than all those rich guys. And of course, numerically that wasn't true and so you know the disciples kind of looked at him quizzically like what are you talking about and he said you know they gave from their wild abundance and she gave all her living and so he was making the point that proportionally she had given far more than they had and on top of that there seemed to be some fanfare associated with their generosity where they were getting you know rewards and plaques on the wall that said you know big donator of whatever so <clears throat> My invitation for myself and for you today is focus outward. Stop focusing inward. Yes, you have to eat. I have to eat. We have to pay rent. But, you know, I have heard so many stories and read so many books about during the depression of the 1930s and even during the difficulty that we had in 2008, 9, and 10, 10 or 12 years ago, I witnessed that. That was the biggest downturn in the economy in the U.S., since the Great Depression, and I saw people go way out of their way to help others. Even people that didn't have a ton, people that weren't doing that well, they still took time, effort, resources, food. They shared what they had with others, even though they may not have had, quote, enough. And it was a, it was a big learning for me to watch that even in that struggling time, people were there were some people that were willing to give like this widow gave, like just give regardless. There was a story that I read. It was a true story about a woman uh, in the, during the Depression 
who was struggling mightily to provide for her kids and her husband was gone somewhere trying to find work. But anyway, her her effort was to take care of her neighbors and she, you know, took old clothes and washed them and made things and did all kinds of stuff, even in the midst of her poverty. And what I don't enjoy is the idea that all those stories are sort of back in the day. Like, what's wrong with this day? What's wrong with us here today going way out of our way, even a little out of our way, but way out of our way to support, bless, and love others? I don't know what you do, and maybe you already do this, and maybe you do it way better than I do. I don't know. But what I finally learned to do is I have lots of time in my calendar every single week where I'm having conversations with people I do not know, and the goal is simply to see how I can help them. That's it. It is not client development. It is not biz dev. It is only that. And I've discovered that that makes me happy. I've, you know, once in a great while, something comes of it in terms of they both have the means and the desire, and I am able to help them in some way. But most of the time, I would say 90 plus percent of the time, nothing more happens than a conversation. I may financially support them in some way. Most often it is with ideas, with moral support, with encouragement, with assurances that what they're doing is good and that there is an opportunity for them to grow and to do something. And often I'll give ideas about where and how they can use what they're doing to create opportunity for themselves. So my learning about who can you support is that number one, we make a decision that we're going to be of service. We're going to give love. Now this is December of 2021, as I record this, I don't know when you're going to hear it, but we're just a few weeks from Christmas time. And I don't know if you celebrate that Christian holiday or not. I do. And I am a Christian. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. But many, many religions teach this feeling of support and love and karma. And you, you give because that's how we're built. Now, I know that most of the time, what I'm seeing, at least, is we tend to focus inward. I'm suggesting that that's backwards. I'm suggesting that we are built to focus globally. We are built to take care of our neighbors. We're built to serve. We're built to intentionally participate in acts of love and service. I know that we're built that way. Let me give you some examples of how I know that. One is my own personal change. When I focused about my, on myself, how much money I made, how much money I had, what I had, what I needed, I, 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 I was able to create it, but I did not, it did not bring happiness. It brought access and power and gear and whatever I needed to buy, but it did not bring happiness. As I have moved completely away from that focus and focused on love and service and helping in my community and in my church and in addiction recovery programs and other kinds of things that bring no money, they have brought me joy. That work has brought happiness. That work has brought contentment at a level that I never experienced before. So that's me. I can tell you also of numerous examples in my coaching practice of people that we have worked specifically on that. They've come to correct some situation in their business, and we talk about who they are being and about learning to love and learning to give love and learning to focus on the needs of others. And without exception, every time we do that and we work for a few months 
on who they are being, how they see the world and the opportunities to support others, they report amazing progress in the areas that they came to work on, even though we didn't really work on those per se. We worked on developing love. We worked on developing compassion. We worked on developing forgiveness. We worked on looking at the good and the opportunities in others instead of focusing on what is in it for me. I know from that experience and from other sacred experiences that we, you and me, we're built, we're made, we're created to focus on each other. We're built to serve and to love and to give. Now, I don't know where you are in your habits right now. You may be better than I am. And I'm not saying I'm good, but I mean, you may already spend more time, more effort, and more focus serving others than I do. If that's true, then wonderful. Keep going and invite others to do the same. Teach others, show others through your example, through your language, and through everything that you do, the blessing that comes from serving and giving. If you're not, then one of two things. You're either hearing this and saying, wow, I need to do that, and we're going to talk about how to do it in a minute. Or you're saying, yeah, I don't have time, I don't have money, I'm too busy, da-da-da-da-da. That second one is not true. You do have time, you do have money, and you do have opportunity. We live in such a wealthy mode in almost all of the Western world, we don't even know how much abundance we have. If something broke, you'd fix it. I mean, there's money to do all those kinds of things. So money and time we have in abundance. We've learned to believe that we don't. So I want to disabuse you of the idea that you don't have time or money to support, to love, to bless, and to lift others. However you do it. We talked, Rosemary talked about women businesses. I don't know who your choices would be. I don't know if they're in the community. I don't know if they're in your church. I don't know if they're in your neighborhood. I don't know if they're in your kids' schools. Wherever they are, take the time. Go, do, be, support, love. Now, you want to think about how to make that change. Let's say... You are not doing that right now, and you're saying, wow, I don't know how to do that. The first word to learn is the word notice. When we are completely focused on our own needs and internally, we don't notice things. So the first step is learn to notice. Notice people's language. Notice their body language, their attitudes, and their energy. That right there is a big change because if you're used to focusing on your own needs and your focus is inward, suddenly changing to notice outward will do two things. One, it'll be refreshing for you and you'll realize how much you've been missing. And the second thing that it will do is it will reveal to you very quickly, number one, how fortunate you are and two, how many massively simple, maybe that's contradictory, how many simple opportunities there are to serve. So step one is to notice others' energy, others' language, and small things. Start with small things. Part two of that is act. The minute you get the feeling that you could help, say the kind word, do the kind thing. Start to change that on purpose so that every day you have first one, then two, then five, then ten acts of support, acts of kindness. And the answer, who can you support? It'll be all around you. Everybody, everywhere. The opportunities will fly up and you'll, 
you'll realize that you had been missing so much of your life by focusing inward. So here is the very simple formula. If you decide you want to love and serve more, and I invite you to do that no matter where you are, first, choose to notice what's going on around you. Pay attention. Turn down the self-noise, turn up the antenna, and notice what's going on around you, and then immediately, without hesitation, act in small, easy ways first. Even if it takes a minute, even if it's slightly inconvenient, what you'll notice is more opportunities come. They were there all along, we just didn't see them. More opportunities come, and you will be then prompted to do more and be more. And then, it won't be very long before you're doing things that today you would believe you didn't have time or resources for. You can support those around you. You are built to do so as a divine being. This is an invitation to explore that opportunity as you create your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Fluke. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet on the ground.